welcome, friends, to this Snoring Bulldog podcast. Today, hosted by someone who has some soul-searching to do. And I don't mean our producer, Molly. Yesterday, I missed a party that was for the launch of my second book. So yes, I missed my own book launch. I'd purchased a couple of cakes that had the cover of the book on it, and the cover of the last book with little to-go boxes with labels on them for people to take cake home and all that. A couple weeks ago, I find this very interesting, on the day of the first leg of our Omni Tales and Tea Tour, my car wouldn't start. It wasn't the battery. It was very strange. Because the venue was local, I ended up being able to get a last-minute ride, and someone kindly took me home. Even though it was out of their way, very, very kind people saved me, and I was very grateful. In preparation of driving substantially farther in substantially greater heat, I decided to take my car in for a tune-up to see what was up. So I did that at the beginning of the week, and everything was fine. I go to pick it up, and I go to leave the mechanic shop, and it wouldn't start. And I was so grateful that that happened while I was at the mechanic shop. I just thought that was fantastic, and it was several days before the event, and isn't this just wonderful that I'll be able to get everything all taken care of, blah, 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 blah. Turns out it needed a new starter, so I'm in 600 bucks at this point. That's more than I've made since the pandemic started. But I was grateful that I had a way to get it paid. So I bring the car back. Yesterday morning, I go pick up the cakes. That's a whole other story. They botched them up so terribly, I can't tell you. They told me to see the manager. I did. There was no discount, no refund, no offer of anything, even though I said I would be ordering 47 more cakes, and what can I do to ensure that this doesn't happen again? That's okay. I decided that there was a huge blessing in that. I called it making lemonade from the lemon filling. I thought it was so clever and so positive, looking for the good in these situations, learning a lesson, blah, blah, blah. I pack up the car to go to the event. I've got new shoes, a new fascinator. I've got an extra table if anyone needs to distance further. Books, charms for the people participating in the charm bracelet activity. Party favors, little to-go boxes, as I said, for the cake with logos on them. All this sort of stuff. And the car wouldn't start. And the car wouldn't start. And the car wouldn't start. The place I was going is quite far from me, and a darling friend offered to drive half an hour to come and get me, and then go, in fact, more than half an hour probably, and then go the other direction to the event. We would have been very, very late, and I thought that was so incredibly sweet, but I said, please, will you just go, and if there's any hostessing to be done, will you do it in my stead? We don't have room in the freezer for the cakes. I tried to put them in food storage containers, and they fell apart it didn't work and the cakes are basically trash. First world problems, I realize, by the way. By the time I called the service station, they had just closed and would not be open again till Monday. This was Saturday afternoon, so the car will be towed there tomorrow. When the pandemic first hit, it was two days before the launch of my business that I'd spent 10 years working toward. And when I say two days before, I mean when California locked down and I was told I couldn't have my event two days hence and couldn't do anything for my launch at all, all the things I'd planned. After the initial shock wore off, I immediately jumped into my normal mode of, I would like to think, positive problem solver. Let's look for the blessings. Let's look for the good. How can I be part of the solution? 
I am much more bummed out now than I was when my entire business of 10 years in the making collapsed. I can't explain why. I'm just sad. And I know when I feel like this, it's not time for me to go find some escape. It's not time for a pedicure or a binge watch or going out with friends to take my mind off it. No, 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 no. Just the opposite. It is time for me to do some heavy-duty soul-searching to identify what the heck is bumming me out most so that I can then deal with it and be happier in the kind of way that's not sweeping a problem under the carpet, but facing it head on and getting it kicked out. So that is what I'm going to be applying myself to. I I missed another event today that I was looking forward to because of the car situation. I probably wouldn't be much fun company right now anyway, because as I said, I've got some thinking to do to get to the bottom of what's really seeming to take away my peace of mind. On the flip side of the coin, just this week, somebody wrote a little comment on Facebook about participating in one of the Academy's anthologies. We've had an anthology project the last three years, every fall. The first one was Elements of Verse. The second one was Seasons of Verse. Uh, Last year was Besties and Beasties, factual or fictional creatures. And this year is Portals in Prose and Verse. I love what this person, I will leave them anonymous for right now so as not to embarrass them, but if they want to out themselves, they are more than welcome to. This is the comment somebody left for me on Facebook, and it means more to me than I can say. I just want to say thank you to you for always offering up so many creative opportunities for others. I didn't realize what a blank storm my mind has been lately until I sat down to write for the portal theme you asked for. Once I started writing, I felt better and better, and it was like an outlet for me that I didn't know I needed. For so long now, I've been doing what they call soldiering on and not allowing for any creativity. This project has taken me through a portal, a mentally healthier one for sure, and I have tears of gratitude that I finally found something I can do that brings me some happiness. I didn't realize how numb I've been lately till I started this little project. I actually feel alive right now, and I thank you for that. I have no words to say how much that means to me. That is what the Academy is supposed to be all about. Uh, For those who don't know, I, I am going to read the elevator pitch that wasn't nearly so eloquent as what that individual just said. But here is the purpose of the Academy. Omni offers a whimsical, interactive approach to education, entertainment, and enrichment. Programs are designed to enable adventurous souls to realize their creative dreams through fantastical theme events, immersive experiences, and quirky artistic opportunities that transform ordinary existence into magical reality. That is the entire purpose of the Academy. I've been asked in the last few months how that relates to whimsicality or whimsicalidocious. That is our arts nonprofit hosted and helmed by the Academy. Originally called Whimsicality, it was to have been a collaborative activity between myself and a friend who wanted to open a tea room. 
our brick and mortar establishment was going to serve tea as a tea room three days a week. And then four days a week, we would have classes, whether it be our crafternoon teas, voice classes, acting classes, harp, piano, violin classes, fantasy fitness, writing workshops, and so on. And then the events on the weekend, whether that would be a show, a theme tea, what have you. That didn't come to pass, which was fine. And I've always wanted an arts nonprofit. So now we use the money to just give money to artists who we know of who could use a little extra money for supplies or even gasoline to get them to their next gig. I unofficially changed the name to Whimsy Caladocious for a simple reason. I was getting literally bombarded every single day with emails and messages from people trying to sell me tea-related goods or ask for tea-related goods. Do you sell tea strainers? Do you sell teapots, all this? I'm like, no, that's we're a nonprofit that deals with the arts. <laughs> so I unofficially changed it to Whimsy Caladocious. To make it official would mean restarting all of the paperwork. It would be hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And that is not the best use of those funds right now. So if you're wondering how things play out, everything is under the umbrella of the Academy, including the Tea Traveler Society, including Whimsicala whatever, including our writing on a whim activities. And the Academy was created to help bring out the creativity in others to enrich their lives. It's not about selling products. It's not about selling books. It's not about getting people at book-related events. It's about giving people reasons to smile and remember how amazing they are. On a final note, in July, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, I put aside everything I was supposed to do to go on my little Save the Tea Rooms campaign. I was not very effectual with what I did with my Save the Tea Rooms campaign, but my heart was in the right place. I set up several programs, contests and all that. They've met with varying degrees of success, and I found that's because all of the parties involved have to be invested or it won't have the same impact. So that's been a good learning experience. I had just started a couple weeks ago, finally getting to the book that I was supposed to have written in July, Ada Hancock and LaShaw Noir. For anyone who has read the Tea Cozy Mystery series, which is five books long, in books two through five, there's an allusion to a black cat statue. We finally find out in the final third of the final book in that series, what is that black cat statue? The short novel Ada Hancock and LaShaw Noir tells the origin story of that black cat. It's set in 1880 in San Pedro, California, starring intrepid soon-to-be explorer Dorothea Tate, Penelope Price from the Tea Cozy Mysteries aunt, and this character is much more like me than anybody in Penelope's series. So it's been fun for me. And the level of research I've had the opportunity to do has been a blast. Good thing I chose the year 1880. I cannot tell you how many things I looked up that did not have records before the year 1880. Because I would just look up 1800s. And much of what I looked up started with the year 1880. So I thank the Ethereans for giving me that year to use as the setting for the story. There will be a lot more stories with Dorothea. I like her. If anyone has read all five of the Tea Cozy Mysteries, 
and is interested in being a beta reader for Ada Hancock and LaShawn Noir, please let me know. There will be a short window that you get the book, a short window that you return the book, and then a short window that it goes to the proofreader and gets published. As I mentioned before, the book launches to be November 14th in San Pedro at the Whale and Ale, hopefully going substantially better than yesterday's, which I was not at. Interesting. I just find this all very interesting. Aside from that, I will just get back to work in addition to doing some thinking and soul searching. I have put Love Among the Brambles on the back burner while getting this other stuff done, and I have to return to Peyton Drake's Omnitale because there are 49 installments. So I have lots of Omni-related stuff to look forward to, and I'm so excited that I get to do work on a new series. I hadn't written anything new with new characters or even written. I'd only edited all year. Starting in August, this is the first time I'd written anything new. Love Among the Brambles and Omnicast scripts do not count. Please let me know what I can do for you. I feel my purpose is to help encourage, enrich, and inspire others. And I would be really grateful if anybody let me know how I can do a better job of that. I want to be part of the solution. And I feel like right now I'm being part of the problem. I won't stay that way, but just sort of grumbling and ickiness at the moment. But with that, I will bid you adieu and tell you that I am going to bramble on, which means I get to adopt my oh-so-pretentious accent and get back to it. Thank you all so much for all of your support and kindness and generosity. You're what makes the Omniverse. And you teach me all what that phrase, Cheris de Song, really means. Translated, it means, above all, love. And the reply, Alocheris de Plus, means, and then love more. And that's what you all do. And that is what is going to change our world. Big kiss and hug, Tuta.